Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Boy, we got a lot to talk about today. The Wednesday Night Wars have kicked off, and last night was a great night for professional wrestling. I really enjoyed both shows. There were positives and negatives on both shows. Already hearing about certain things that were negatives that are hopefully being remedied for next week. we got a lot to talk about here today. Now, before we get into everything, just want to make a quick mention that if you are a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, because of the Wednesday Night Wars... Everything is changing to a degree. I know people don't like change, but we had to make some changes. So here's the deal. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter will now be out Thursday night, Friday morning. It is now no longer going to be released Wednesday night, Thursday morning. One extra day, Dave is going to need to cover the Wednesday night wars, get all that information. So a one-day delay in the publication of The Observer from this point forward. The Wrestling Observer Radio Show. Everything is going to remain the same Monday night after Raw. Wednesday night after AW and NXT, and there will be a Friday night show this week, and probably every Friday going forward, covering SmackDown. I'm going to be doing the first few weeks with Dave, and then likely guest hosts, depending on who is available to do the Friday night show. The Brian and Vinny show also changing to a degree. Tuesday remains Retro Raw Nitro 19 years ago this week, the Monday Night Wars. Thursday, tonight will now be the Wednesday Night Wars. Vinny and I are going to review AEW and NXT in detail tonight on The Brian and Vinny Show. Sunday, WWE pay-per-views or NWA or Superstars of Wrestling and Granny. That is the new schedule. So, with that said, normally Dave came on Thursdays to plug The Observer. I was going to move him to Fridays, but on Fridays, we usually have Jim Valley in studio. So therefore, Dave's going to be on today. We'll be talking about last night, numbers, and so much more. And the big show kicks off right after the break. So stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. The back 
backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, top off with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant for just $10.99 per gallon. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts. Better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4HIMS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. 4 slash wrestling. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, here we go, everybody. We have got a lot to talk about here today. So, everybody's obsessed with the ratings. You knew it was going to happen. And the first thing i got to say is, it's not 1995 anymore. And that became abundantly clear today when WWE issued this statement, which I am not making up. Congratulations to AEW on a successful premiere. The real winners of last night's head-to-head telecasts of NXT on USA Network and AEW on TNT are the fans, who can expect Wednesday nights to be a competitive and wild ride 
as this is a marathon, not a one-night sprint. Nothing like this would have been sent out in 1995. Now, here's the facts of the matter. The ratings are not out yet. They will not be out until shortly after the show goes off the air. So if you want the actual ratings for the shows, then follow me on Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Go to the website, WrestlingObserver.com, and we'll talk about them later on tonight and tomorrow. This morning, around 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, I heard from somebody in AEW, and they had been told that the show did 1.5 million viewers. Now, it's still early. Dave posted a big breakdown on the front page, and based on many different things, his conclusion is that the show is going to do between 1.5 and 1.7 million viewers for the live airing, and another 650,000 for the taped show. Which, by the way, if you go back to when TNA went head-to-head with Raw on Monday nights, that very first night, that's about how many viewers that show did if you add up the replay and the live airing for AEW, if these numbers end up being accurate. And we got some household ratings. But the point of all of this is, the ratings are not final, but people in AEW had a number this morning that probably will be close to the actual number. My guess is the people in WWE obviously have a number as well. Not the final number, but probably very close. And my only conclusion is that WWE is pretty confident right now that AEW beat them last night. Now, the big question isn't really what AEW did, although that is an important fact that people are going to obsess over. But the big question here is, If they beat WWE, how badly did they beat them? Because one of the things about the original Monday Night Wars is Raw was doing a number, and Nitro debuted head-to-head with them on Monday nights, and the feeling was that the people who watched Raw, a portion of them were going to start watching Nitro, and thus the two shows were going to split the audience. We'll just say that there were 4 million people watching, just to throw out a number. So the feeling was... Eh, maybe 2 million will watch Raw, and 2 million will watch Nitro, and there you go. They're going to split the number. That didn't happen. Raw did roughly the same number of viewers, and Nitro gained a whole new audience of viewers. Probably a bunch of people that were watching WCW Saturday Night and decided they were going to watch Nitro on Monday. The question here is, if WWE did about a million last week for the NXT show, If AEW did 1.5 million viewers, what did NXT do? Did they do 1 million again? Or were they they affected by AEW? Did NXT viewers decide to watch AEW instead? That's going to be the big question for this afternoon. And then obviously, as the WWE here themselves admits, this is a, this is not a, uh, this is a, what did they say here? It's a marathon, not a sprint. So the real important things are going to be three weeks from now, six weeks from now, three months from now, six months from now. And really the real important thing is, are these shows both going to continue to be very good? Because they were very good last night. I really like the NXT show. I really like the AEW show. NXT absolutely needs to get out of full sale. It looked like the minor leagues, which is too bad because they didn't put on a minor league show. I've been told that the 15-minute overrun will not be taking place next week. 
So it's going to be two hours of NXT, two hours of AEW. Hopefully they can continue to put on really good shows. And Wednesday will be a great night for wrestling fans like it was last night. Mike, what did you think of these shows? I thought it was a pretty exciting night, and I disagree with you a little bit. I don't think it was as minor league. For a wrestling fan, I don't think it came across very minor league. I think if you were trying to pull from anything other than uh, wrestling fans, I guess it could be if you're just a pure WWE viewer and you are just so used to lights in the background, maybe that uh, completely threw you off and you were attracted towards AEW. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that really matters all that much you know the the look of it if the action is there and the presentation is good and i thought the presentation was excellent i thought you know lighting the arena up when while a went out there with the street profits i thought they did a good job i mean you can tell the place is small but when the place is rocking you know the ecw arena was a lot bigger too or felt a lot bigger the same thing with the sportatorium when there were people inside of it that were going nuts so i they may be able to use that to their advantage but you know, long story short, what really matters for, for most of the viewers out there, including me, is what happens in the ring. And if they can do that, they can banter with each other uh, week after week uh, in that kind of form. I mean, AEW obviously has the advantage of them being a brand new, having some new ideas and, and wanting a little bit of a different look to their show. But NXT was fantastic as far as the content that they gave you. I thought it was the better show as far as wrestling goes, as far as the matches go. Uh, but again, they were trying to accomplish a little bit different goals last night. But long story short, again, it was just a really great night. You're, there's some things that we can nitpick on. There are some obvious glaring things on both shows that they probably need to fix, or I would prefer they fix. But anybody coming out of last night with any negativity or being sour uh, or looking for things just to try to pick on, uh, you got to be miserable because you got to at least feel a little bit good as a wrestling fan coming out of last night person here says i would say the entire show this being aw gave me the wcw vibe uh wcw vibe in a manner that it was a show completely different from wwe i've been watching the monday night wars and i'm in 2000 now and wcw absolutely sucks it totally completely sucks okay but every week i watch it first because even though it's horrible and it sucks and it like sometimes i just want to quit my job when it's over the reality is, at least it's always different. That Raw show on Monday. Raw, the retro Raws are always the better show. But I know exactly what's going to happen from start to finish. It's yeah. the exact same show. It's been the exact same show for 25 years now, okay? AEW last night reminded me of the best of World Championship Wrestling. It reminded me of WCW in like 1995, at 1996 and early 1997, when I could watch that show and there were different wrestlers wrestling different styles, the matches that got put together were all different, the interviews were different, it was shot differently, it was so different. I grew up a WWF fan. I've always liked WWF and WWE. A lot of things about it that irritate me, but I've always, I've always liked it from when I was a little kid. But... I enjoyed what was so different about WCW when it was great. And that's the thing about AEW last night. I like that NXT is different from the main roster. I really do like that. But it's still WWE. They got to look at the hard cam. It's shot a certain way. 
It's yeah. lit a certain way. They all do the same style of matches largely, although less so on NXT than on the main roster. But AEW is totally different, and I like it. And there were only a couple of things on the show that I watched as a fan and was like, why wasn't that a DQ? That was dumb. It's not up and down the show every single segment, like you see on the main roster nowadays and like we saw in WCW at the end. There were a lot of things I liked about the show, and it was their very first show. These people have never done a television show before. It's pretty impressive. But yes, as far as wrestling, NXT beat them in terms of quality of wrestling. NXT was a better show. But I was watching it in a 400-seat building. I just, they got to get out of there. Back in a moment with Dave, Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable 
adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer joining us here today. A very busy man, Dave. Very busy. So, earlier today you, you had a deal up about the uh, numbers so far, and... Looking like about 1.5 to 1.7 million viewers for AEW. And then WWE released that statement. Is that pretty much them conceding that it's very likely they lost this battle? That's how I read it, yes. Um, I thought it was very interesting. Um, it's, it's different, but yeah, you know, and I mean, there was a little implication at the end, and they're correct. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Um, but yeah, it read like they got. Um, they got enough numbers to know that they're losing the night, and uh, they did everything in their power not to. I mean, I I think in hindsight, the two-week jump probably hurt them more than helped them, and the going long probably hurt them more than helped them. But, you know, again, the numbers aren't going to be in for another hour, so who knows? Who knows? I mean, it, it, it all could the narrative could change again in an hour. I have had people mention to me that WWE is out there with this statement, and they're plain good guy here and this and that but the reality is like they tried to destroy this place for two straight weeks here and especially last night with overrun no commercials finn balor debut everything like that and now they put out this friendly yeah yeah yeah. Uh, the finn balor thing is a big one because it showed that they're you know willing to take a big big money guy and put him in a place that doesn't generate big money because they're out there to win this war and Look, they did everything they can to keep the promotion from starting. And once it started, they did everything in their power to keep the promotion from succeeding. You know, I mean, that's, that's the reality. That's the, only, that's the only reason that they're on this. That, that they, you know, that's the only reason why NXT's on television in the first place was because of this. So, yeah, they, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. And if you, um, you know, you, whatever, some people won't see through it, and most people will. It's what, you know, I mean, it's, there's not a, it's, it's very, very obvious you know, and, and not just historically, but, you know, right now, everything that's been done, what this was all about. I mean, they loaded that show up. They gave you a takeover, um, and it was, you know, for the express reason of blowing these guys out in week one. And, you know, it looks like it didn't happen. So what kind of reaction have you heard from both sides this morning? I have only heard from... AEW people who, whatever the number turns out to be, um, I will say that they were hoping for a million. Like, you know, in the TV industry, the expectations up until Tuesday were 500,000. I think they went way up after that preview show did 631,000 viewers. And I think at that point, I would have been surprised with less than about 1.2 million. And and we'll see what the actual number is. You know, I got to, let me me ask you a question about that because... They they did the preview show. The preview show did like six hundred thirty six thousand or whatever. 
But even prior to that, they had done that preview show for the pay-per-view, which with one day notice was thrown together on TNT. Like almost nobody knew about it. It was total last minute, and it did over 400,000 viewers. No, it did, it did, it did 390. At that point... I think, I think that should have told you right there should... that this debut was going to do better than seven hundred, eight hundred thousand. Yeah, I thought when I saw that preview number that this debut would beat eight hundred thousand. That's when I thought it would be. I mean, I always did. I always did think it would beat eight hundred thousand, but that was kind of like where we're, you know, again within the TV industry, the number floating was five hundred. Um, and and among you know, I know that when I talked eight hundred, I know one pretty prominent TV exec who is very familiar with wrestling. I think I said like. Uh, what was the numbers I said? I said 800, 800 for, I think I said 850 for AEW. And I think I said 4 million for Fox. And I was told that uh, you're going to be low on Fox and you're going to be high on AEW. So we'll see. Dave, obviously the first week all the attention was geared towards that. Did you talk to anybody about the second week or was everything so tunnel visioned on this or, or did, were you able to get to anybody? No, no, I mean, and everyone in second week is second week is real important. It's more important than the first week, but yeah. um, realistically, you know, January is, you know, I mean, I, I honestly though, I think by week five, we're really going to know the story, but you know, this again, it's a long-term thing in WWE, you know, like, like we all knew if WWE loses, they're going to send more and more big stars to NXT because they're not going to want to lose. And they're going to get out of that building, and Vince is going to make more decisions. I mean, it was, you know, no matter what anyone says, that's what happened. If they were winning, Vince wouldn't. If they're losing, Vince isn't going to sit there. You know, I mean, that's I'm certain when those ratings come out, and if they do lose, uh, or even if it's close, you know, I, I can see Vince going in there, this is what we got to do, and it's Vince's company, no matter when. And Paul Levesque has all but said that anyway. I mean, I know, like, some people said, like, oh, Paul Levesque said you were lying when you said that. And it's like, and then I saw him goes, like, look, it's Vince's company. He, he said exactly what me and Brian have said all along. I mean, it's obvious. You know, you, you know if, if things aren't going well, Vince is going to have input. It's his company. Looking at the commercials that they aired yesterday for some of the programming that's going to be taking place on TBS, I know they've they've moved that network and tried to shift it more demographically to to aiming it at, at eighteen to thirty four. Obviously, this has got less to do with the wrestling, but ratings obviously matter, and these networks' positions matter. TNT and TBS were literally at the heels of the USA Network, literally at the heels of the USA Network last year, about to overtake them. USA has obviously been fighting them off. That's the whole reason they're paying so much for Raw and, and dealing with NXT. Is there been any thought to what happens if TNT actually overtakes or TBS, but especially TNT, obviously, overtakes USA this year and, and how that affects WWE since essentially the network is going all in on them and putting them as their prime and, and almost in some ways only only product? That's huge. Yes, I've definitely heard that. Um, I, I can tell you that um, you know one of the pitches – was that if this thing gets hot, that it will, you know, and, and, and Kevin Riley's really big on this. You can see by all the promotion that TNT did with the idea that if they can have a, a strong wrestling thing, you take out WWE and you take out AEW, and TNT and TBS both beat USA. So the idea is if we can get a strong wrestling product, 
um, with with Vince's declining numbers and losing SmackDown, that um, that will be the difference and they can overtake them. And that is absolutely the goal for, for both TBS and TNT. Um, yeah, that's a big part of this story that we really haven't discussed a lot. Well, I got about 55 people asking the same question here. So any specific reason that you think AEW ratings were so high in the Charlotte area? I mean, I think it's obvious. This seems like a, this seems like the linear progression of World Championship Wrestling yeah, in some ways, and I think yeah. a lot of people see it as that. Yeah, but the problem with that is, if that's what it is, that's a nostalgia bump, and that's what I was afraid of. If this rating is a nostalgia rating, they will not sustain it. If this rating is a new, young rating um, for, for new stars, they have a lot better chance. You know, if it's, if it's just pay... You know, Nitro's back, and we forgot those last couple of years, and it was really fun, and we grew up on wrestling on TNT and TBS, and now it's back. It's going to be like the frickin' Brady Bunch ratings, which were, like, you know, incredible, incredible through the roof in week one, and now nobody talks about it in week three. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I better, you, I'd better hope that it's not that, but I can't, you know, I mean, look, everyone's coming to the same conclusion that that is what it is, so hopefully, hopefully they're wrong. Well, to be fair, I mean, wouldn't it be? I mean, if you look at Baltimore, Knoxville, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, Chicago, the places where they do well, I mean, aren't they all historically, they're all historically wrestling places? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if it's like a big bump in the Crockett markets, that's nostalgia. You know, if it's a a bump in, you know, Chicago is Chicago. That's not a Crockett market. That's a wrestling market. That's a completely different animal. But, yeah, the Chicago... the Charlotte number, I mean, look, it is what it is. And, um, you know, that may, like, like the estimates that I have for, for 1.5 to 1.7 million, you know, the Charlotte number is heavily skewed in that. And that's why it may be a little bit lower than that because that Charlotte number was so freaky. Yeah. Now, another question here. It's, I'm sure it's way too early, but I'm, we're going to know probably in the next couple of days. But have you seen any indications whatsoever that ticket sales for future AEW television tapings have gotten any sort of uptick after the show last night? No, nah, there's nothing. We're not, and you know what? I don't expect anything like that until, like, honestly, until, like, January. Because if you look at um, Nitro, when Nitro came, the big, it, you know, Nitro started in September, and I didn't notice any uptick in ticket sales until January. The ticket sales is going to lag. The ratings will be the ratings will be more of a factor before the ticket sales are because the ticket sales are bought well in advance. I think that it would be more interesting to note when the December shows go on sale. We might have something, but I mean, as far as these markets that are already on sale, I really don't expect. I mean, there'll be a little movement, but I don't expect much. Baltimore's the key one because Baltimore's the one they're pushing the hardest. And, you know, I haven't, no one's told me anything like Baltimore's moved, Baltimore moved great or anything. No one said that this morning. But I don't, even, I don't even know if anyone's even looking at that yet. And one other question. This relates to NXT. I mean, I've asked this question before. We only have a moment here. But they're putting NXT on – they're putting 205 Live on Friday after SmackDown. And today on the WWE website, they are now listing Drew Kulak as the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Why isn't 205 Live being bundled with NXT? It will be, it sounds like, doesn't it? It, it has it to be. Cruiser, I hope so. If they call it NXT Cruiserweight Champion, um, then, then you know, um, like, I, like, like I said from the very beginning, that 205 Live on Friday thing 
was a temporary fix until they figure out what they're going to do. It's not like this is it for the, you know, this is the new thing. It's just kind of like we haven't figured out what we're doing with 205 Live. And until we do, we'll just do what we've been doing, which is take All right. It right out. Well, we have to head to a break. Sorry so much, Dave, but uh, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You don't want to go to work, 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 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 5912 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, that's 800-403-5912. The football season's back, and now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite professional or college teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, and every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. Will Mahomes throw for 56 touchdowns? Can the Pats go undefeated? You can bet on all of this with the fastest odds updates and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, let's go through these text messages here. 425-780-7566. I got about 2,000 of them. And for those of you wondering, 
No, I do not pre-screen the text messages, as you'll probably find out at least once or twice as I stumble through these. This person here says, Since WWE made the decision to put NXT on USA to combat AEW, if AEW does beat NXT in the ratings week after week, does WWE keep them on USA or give up on this war and move NXT back to the WWE Network? Well, you have to remember that they're not paying to have NXT on the USA Network. They got a TV deal. They're making, forget what it was, uh, probably a 25 $30 million a year for the show. I'm, I would guess that, I mean, NXT is now profitable for the first time ever. So I, I don't picture them moving it back to the WWE Network. The only way that would happen, and this is not going to happen, by the way, is if moving it to USA and having it take a while to get the replay on the WWE Network caused the entire WWE Network to collapse. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So they'll be on USA for the foreseeable future. You know, it's <laughs> the thing is, it's I don't foresee this going the same way uh, ECW did or some of the other things that they have tried. I think this is going to garner. It may not get the viewership that WWE wants, especially when you put it side by side with AEW as things go on. But I do believe that this is going to be a better show for USA in some ways than it is for WWE because I think unless the bottom really does fall out and there is no audience to share I think they are going to get probably a lot more than a lot of things that USA could throw on at that time and if they don't have the shows which they obviously don't which is why they're relying so heavily on WWE even if this is a quote-unquote disappointing number to WWE, it may be fantastic for, for USA. They would love to have a show that does 800,000 viewers on the reg, you know, between 8 to 10. It's something they don't have to even think about or worry about. That's only a problem for WWE, especially if AEW is doing 1.2 or 1.5 every week. But, you know, you're looking at it from the USA point of view. If it's just about the overall number, and Dave talked about why in some ways it is when it comes to the USA versus Turner battle, you know, for the number one non-news network by the end of this year, you know, it is it is actually something that, that matters. This person here says the AEW women's division is weak. The title match started out slow and sloppy. Nyla looked like she was moving underwater. Riho strikes looked weak and soft at the start. Picked up at the end. Crowd was kinder to it than I would have been. Overall, it finished as okay. The Boy, fans loves it. loved that match. Yeah, and this and we've talked about it on the show where I brought up, and it's not like I'm any stranger to women's wrestling at all. And the fact that I've been disappointed with how these characters have been laid out, and I've been disappointed with some of the matches, and I was disappointed with last night. Every time I say that, though. I hang the asterisk on it that their fan base, if this is what they want, and they're going to be as into it as they were last night as that match built up and went on, and the way I see some of the reaction to it, then God bless them. I mean, if that's what they want, I, I still don't, I still think that there are things that they could be doing much, much better, again, with the production or with the, with, with how these people are presented and some of the matchups that they've had. But, but this is, much like the ratings, this is a marathon and not a sprint, and they have access to some of the best women's wrestlers in the world through stardom and on their own roster now with Hikaru Shida and, you know, the Sadie Gibbs B. Priestley adventure is going to be an adventure as long as those two are anywhere near the realm of each other. But there is a lot there to work with. Nyla Rose is an interesting case, and I don't know, in this maybe I may be missing something here. Nyla Rose was celebrated, part of the diversity with AEW, they, she was you know, completely celebrated with coming on the roster with being uh, transsexual. 
And that seems to be dropped completely. They don't even mention that at all, which I, I, I was interested in that. I was kind of curious as to why that is, if it's just going to be something that they don't it's not even mentioned now. It's not even a thing that's thought of now. She's just a part of that division. It did kind of surprise me that they, I was surprised that they would not want to offer that up as a just another, you know, olive branch out there to their viewership that maybe not, you know, didn't know about their, you know, inclusivity or whatever the word would be. I, I was a little bit surprised by that. And Riho, I understand, you know, as far as why she's got the title and been around a long time with, with Kenny Omega and she's going to be working in stardom now or has been working in stardom. So, you know, it's kind of a big deal there, but again, you know, there, there are some people that I'm surprised Hikaru Shida being one of them that, that didn't, that isn't holding that title. And I'm surprised it didn't go in that direction. At the end of the day, the match was, it ended up being a good match at the end. And yes, WWE, their overall women roster, the women that they have under contract, they have a stronger women's roster. And the top female wrestlers in WWE are going to be better than the top women wrestlers in AEW. But this was not a bad match. This was not an Iconics match. This was not like on the main roster where you see Dana Brooke out there with Alicia Fox and the fans just absolutely don't care one bit about it. Like, you're not going to have necessarily the best women's wrestling in the world. But the idea is... We need to put together programs that people care about and then deliver, and that's it. And they'll do the best they can in the ring, and whatever shortcomings they may have had in that match, the fans overlooked it, and they loved it, and it was the biggest reaction on the entire show when Riho won. Now, (laughs) I forget it. Well, I was going to well, point well, out what they would have done. If this would have been on a WWE pay-per-view, No, don't, don't, don't. Riho would have lost. She would have been beaten up. And nobody would have saved her, okay? Here, she won. The babyface won. The heel tried to beat her up, and someone came and saved Rio. The executive vice president Great. came out and saved her. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Fine with me. Person says, yesterday was a wonderful night of wrestling. I wish AEW was against one of the other WWE shows so I could watch both of these shows live. Well, I don't think they're moving Raw to Wednesdays. But if AEW ends up doing 4 million viewers and NXT is doing 500,000, Rob probably will be moving to Wednesdays. But don't hold your breath. You know, the thing about that Rio match also is it shows that the difference between the fan bases and even the NXT, you know, full sale relationship that they have with NXT, at least for right now, you know, until more things change, if they change, but... Look at how the main roster, the people who go to those shows and and ultimately what happens during those shows with them sitting on their hands and not being invested and not, you know, it's it's tough to be taken along for the ride when you've been, you know, dropped off the truck and dragged underneath of it and backed up over for so long. You know, the difference between that and having faith in what those people you know are doing and, and putting your trust in them and being able to have some positive feelings, even if you don't love what happens, you know, the reaction that you got from the fans last night, you know, at full sale and in that, you know, in the crowd in DC, you know, it's, it's a polar opposite from what WWE, what they've been giving you on the main roster. This person here says the one complaint I have about AEW is that it felt like every segment and every match led to a pull apart brawl. All right. Two things here. My big complaint about AEW was there were, I had two big complaints about the show. The first one was John Moxley attacked Kenny Omega in the main event in the middle of the ring and beat him up, leading to a handicap match, and it was not a disqualification. Yeah. Blew my mind. Okay? That's one. The other one was in the Nyla Rose match, 
It is a match to determine the very first AEW Women's Champion. And Nyla Rose, as she's winning, grabs a chair and almost gets herself disqualified. Mm-hmm. That made no sense, okay? Those were my two big problems. Now, as far as the complaint, and I have heard it from people, some of whom were clearly trolling me, and so they have been banned. Yes, every single segment had a pull-apart brawl. If every week on this show they do this, it's going to be a problem. But this was the very first show on the very first night, and they have another television show next week. You have to shoot a bunch of angles and brawls and pull-aparts to lead to programs for the next couple of weeks. It's fine on the first show. If you do this every single week, yes, there's going to be a problem. WWE, there was a period there where every single week, every heel went over in every match, every single time, leading to pay-per-views where the heels kept going over. That's a problem, okay? It's not a problem on week one of a television show where you have virtually no... In fact, if you're a new viewer, and there were a lot of them last night if the show did 1.5 million viewers. If you're a new viewer, nobody knows anything about anything. Nobody knows anything about who likes who, who hates who, who's a babyface, who's a heel, what's coming up next. You've got to shoot angles up and down the show. So, no, I didn't have a problem with it last night. But if they continue doing that on every single show, then, yeah, that would be a problem. If you can't do one single interview segment without somebody running in for going on, like, five straight weeks, that's a big problem. But it's the first week. Well, and, you know, the, the, some of the how they went about some of it was a little bit corny, too. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, again, it just the Lucha Brothers SCU thing, I thought was, again, I thought it actually came across as a little bit corny. I thought so did the uh, the Jane Silent Bob interaction with Private Party and Angelico and, and, and Jack Evans. But also, it's like, you know, it's the first week, like you said, too. And I'm willing to overlook that. At least they tried. It's not like it takes you out of anything. You know, one negative, here's one positive. It's a huge positive. Positive. The vignette and video package that was done before the Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara. Before all of us. But especially that one, because they didn't do it, obviously, before like MJF and Cutler. But it shows that like when something actually matters here, when when there's a little bit of backstory to tell, when they want to frame something, how easily you can do it with that pre-fight. I mean, it's exactly what they do during almost all boxing shows, all UFC shows, anything like that. That vignette of who are these guys, why they, why are they here, and why are they going at each other in this match? Why are we supposed to care? Why are we invested? And I thought they did a great job with that, and I thought that was a unique touch that I hope they continue to do. Again, not for every match, because like the MJF Cutler match, didn't need it there were some matches that didn't need it but as far as title matches go as far as setting up that night that first match i don't think that's the worst idea in the world and it really came across well this person says aw is a wrestling promotion run by wrestlers it seems like they want to establish that there's going to be a lot more freedom and leeway in these matches before a dq or a count at is at risk no 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 Mm-mm. if you're going to say that there's more leeway or that there's no dqs then you need to tell the fans and those are the rules okay Last night, the referee gave zero leeway in a championship match when Nyla tried to grab those chairs. There was no leeway. And then, shortly thereafter, why would the ref give all of this leeway in a random six-man with nothing on the line? That doesn't make sense. There needs to be rules, especially, especially if the idea is 
that this is a sports-centric product, unlike WWE Sports Entertainment. If it's a sports-centric product, there need to be rules, and the rules need to be adhered to. If they would have said, hey, main event, no DQ, great, done, okay? But they didn't. They did not establish the rules, and then a dude ran in, attacked a guy in the middle of a match, and brawled away and left the other two guys all by themselves. That should have been addressed. We, we see that too much throughout all of wrestling <laughs> on every level at this point. You know, bring back the referee respect, for God's sakes. You know, it, another positive when it comes to, to the show as well, too, I do like the picture-in-picture. Picture. It can be a little bit of a pain sometimes. I, I got to admit. I hate it. Beat, while the beatdown was going on with Chris Jericho, when they did have the commercial for Bubbly, and they did time it, and maybe it was fortuitous timing, but I think they timed it incredibly well, where they went to the tight shot on his face. You got to give the devil his due. I just was baffled because I know the idea is if we put the match in a small picture-in-picture during the commercial, like the theory is that nobody's going to switch channels. But to me as a viewer, it's like, I can't see it, and I can't hear it, so I'm going to switch channels. What do you want here? My God. Just commercial breaks, properly timed in the middle of a wrestling show. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 800 That's 800-223-0992 this is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. 
Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, you see Raw and SmackDown getting a ratings hit because some fans may be satisfied with the four hours they get on Wednesday. Doubtful. I mean, Raw's going to do what Raw's going to do, and SmackDown this Friday is going to be gigantic. And where SmackDown goes from here is largely going to be based on how much of an A-show SmackDown is. I mean, they're saying it's the A-show. It's going to be portrayed as the A-show. But if the show sucks, then, I mean, it probably will be right around a little bit better than SmackDown was doing on USA Network. I mean, they're going to do a huge show. They're going to do a huge show on Friday. And they've got to build up a pay-per-view. They've got to get you interested in seeing the draft show. They've got a lot of stuff they've got to do this coming Friday night. It's going to be a very interesting show. Two hours, no overrun, far as I know. And we'll see. I think the day off in between all of these shows helps as well. If SmackDown were tonight, I mean, we watched a lot of wrestling last night. But I think having a day off tonight and then Friday night, you can DVR it, you can watch it later. You can not go out on a date and sit at home and watch SmackDown. I mean, there's a lot of options. There you go. How about how great Tony Schiavone was last night, this person said. Yeah, they were great. Uh-huh. Schiavone, Ross, and Excalibur, an excellent team. I thought they were awesome. Tony's been great for 35 years. Can't believe I watch. On Tuesday, I watch Tony calling Vince Russo WCW. And on Wednesday, I watch him calling AEW. He sounds exactly the same. But one show is a lot better than the other that he gets to call We're out of time, everybody. Ratings going to be up at WrestlingObserver.com and at Brian Alvarez here. Probably in about 45 minutes or so. Should be very interesting. We'll be back tomorrow with Jim Valley and Mike. Lots of news to talk about. And Vinny and I tonight, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Full reports of AEW and NXT tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.